because you're in it. Just sit back and indulge me for a minute. You light the suns in all my worlds. It's hard time you believe in all your pleasures. Cause I found the key to all your treasures. You're riding out. You're my girl. End of the Blender, episode 60. Hi, everybody. <laughs> this is Chooch. And this is Viv. And we come to you pre-Balticon. Tingly with anticipation. Oh, you didn't do it. Anticipation. Because that always annoys me. Yeah? Yeah. It's Antic- just overdone? or. Yes. I was trying to build up anticipation and you talked over it. Oh. I just couldn't take it. Duh. <laughs> we'll have to add that to the list for one of the panels. So, <laughs> for announcements, I mean, Balticon's a pretty, you know, that's big on our minds right now. It's heavy duty. Coming up in a few days, although it may be past by the time with how no. we tend to edit. No, this will be up this week. Okay. People will be able to listen to it as they are driving flying, swimming, and paddling to Balticon. Oh, all right. Good plan. That's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> so we will um, once again be on a number of panels doing discussions and workshops and that sort of thing. Maybe we should run through where we'll be. Let's run through. And We've said it a million times before, but for anybody, if this is your first episode, Balticon is a sci-fi fantasy literary convention with a significant podcasting track, or it's a new media track. There's a lot of podcast authors. There's a lot of other podcasts, music, art, webcomic-y stuff. Technology. Yeah. So it kind of covers all of our, all the things that we really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And it's held every and some year. some stuff we don't. Well, there's, there's quite a few. <laughs> it's held every year in near Baltimore in Hunt Valley, Maryland, at the Hunt Valley Marriott on Memorial Day weekend. Ew. So we will be there from Thursday through Monday. And I have six events scheduled. First one starting Friday at 10 p.m. Sound design and extreme audio effects, which is in the Derby Room. I've got three scheduled on Saturday, beginning with our advanced audio editing workshop from 9 a.m. to noon in the Derby. Have fun with that. (laughs) It's a lot of fun. This year we've got James Durham, John Taylor Williams, Alex White, and Phil Rossi. The Phil Rossi? Yes. Of Ditched by Kate? Yeah, he'd he'd, he'd be our lead singer then, our slash guitarist. Nice twang there, honey. (laughs) And then... Well, and I will say, I mean, I jokingly hmm. said have fun with that, but mm-hmm. that's only because it's at 9 a.m. Yeah. Which means you got to be rolling out of bed between 7 and 7.30 to get a shower and get breakfast yeah. and be there and be awake. So that's why I'm saying have fun. I'll listen to yeah. the audio. I'll show up sometime before it's over, <laughs> the three-hour panel. But I really enjoyed what I caught last year. I am going to try and get there for the whole thing this year because I certainly want to learn more, but... By the time I got there, I felt like I was definitely out of my depth with mm. what you guys were talking about. So tell me, yeah. 
where it starts at. It's advanced audio editing, Correct. but how much do you have to know when you're well, walking in the room? And we do about 25 minutes up front that is definitions and kind of background to get, I call it the groundwork, to get everybody kind of get the terms that we're going to so use So I definitely lot. need to be there for that. That would help, but... Because I can do stuff, I just don't know what it's called. Sure. And, well, last year's, all of the slides and the audio from it are actually posted on my website which we'll be doing again this year. Awesome. And there is some difference. A lot of it is a repeat from last year, at least the groundwork and that sort of thing. Right, but we, right. We actually didn't get through everything I had prepared last time. Mm, so I've okay. cut a bunch of stuff out. We're going to go a little faster through some of the things like some of the real in the weeds tech stuff that doesn't yeah. really, doesn't necessarily help you make better audio, but it, it's kind of, you know, feeds my geeky side. Like specifications of microphones and yeah, you can leave that crap yeah. out. But I will say, also, I will say that you had a lot of interesting questions. The people that were in there for mm -hmm. the panel were definitely into it, yeah. and I think they learned a whole lot. So yeah. I will do my best. I may be in my pajamas and my um, Tinkerbell <laughs> slippers, but I will do my best to be there and, and learn acceptable more of that stuff. It's acceptable, <laughs> really. All right. I, encouraged, I'd say. Encouraged. Tinkerbell <laughs> slippers will be, I, I'll have to pack them now. And then uh, speaking of Phil Rossi and Ditched by Kate, 7 p.m. is our concert in the garden room Saturday night. Woohoo! I'm very excited. I'm very excited. It's going to be so fun. Yes. Last year's concert was so fun. Yeah. And that was, you know, last year's concert was the third time we'd ever played together. So now and we've counting got a, two practices. Yeah. So now we've got a, a year of, of gigging. Well, you've guys have, what is, what is it? Phil calls it woodshedding where you guys have been practicing a lot and writing a lot of songs, mm -hmm. but you've also got a lot of shows under your belt now. Yeah. It's some really so, great venues. So oh, I'm just so excited is, yeah, for everybody to see how awesome you guys have the gotten. Next level. Oh, I'm and just, neither Phil or I have, cut our hair since the last one so all right we've got that going for us <laughs> we'll see if that lasts until thursday I, oh I really may yet i may yet have to do some it's just a little uneven honey oh yeah okay finally saturday uh my last event saturday is unlikely disasters to plan for at 10 p.m in the chesapeake room mm -hmm. which is a really goofy fun yeah, I think it's a whole lot of fun. We kind of did this as an impromptu. We had a bunch of people. Uh, actually, our last Blender console at like four in the morning. There's yeah. a bunch of us still going and uh, winding down. And I had the thought of what oh, actually it started as a Twitter right, thought experiment Christian. that, you know, everybody talks about the zombie apocalypse, <laughs> but there's a lot of other things to, that, that they're going to kill us. True. That, you know, the insects could become Only sentient. There could be mm -hmm. radioactive giant monsters. So we just kind of brainstorm and say, what else is out there? Right. Because more than just zombies and robots may uprise. I would dare say that of the entire world population at this moment, a mere fraction of those will die from robot uprisings or mm. apocalypses. Mm -hmm. Although the CDC did, I went and looked on their website, mm. the CDC did post what to do in case of a zombie apocalypse. That's cool. They're planning. Did you, I mean, did you read it? I didn't. It's actually pretty cute because what they do is they bury in actual emergency preparedness mm -hmm. with a picture of zombie and 
you know, in case of this zombie, you know, make sure you have many routes to avoid to dodge the zombies and stuff like that. But really, it's just a really clever way to get people to actually read what you need to do to be prepared. And I'm sorry if that took some of the fun out of it for you. No, it's great. I thought it was a really cute idea that they had. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, on Sunday morning, I start off by I'm honored to be able to assist Paulette Jackson with her book launch of The Empress Sword. Very, 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 very exciting because I'm going to be baking for it. And she's bringing her trader's stew. And, oh, I don't know if I can announce this, but I think I'm going to announce it anyways. Because I don't <laughs> think she told me not to. Okay. But instead of Paulette. Exclusive. In, well, I, she may have already announced it and I just missed it. Possible exclusive. Instead of Paulette reading from the Empress Sword, it will be the sultry, sexy voice of Nathan Lowell. Cool. Right on. So if you can't get enough of Nathan reading to you, that's where you want to be. So yeah, Paulette's reading is at noon in the Chesapeake, I'm quite sure. There will be tasty noms. And Tasty Peeps. And then at 2 o'clock, I'm on the Open Source Software for Everyday Use panel. With actually, Paulette's going to be on that. Oh, cool. And led by Thomas Command Line Gideon. Mm, love Thomas. So we should have a very interesting discussion and give people many, many, many options if they can't afford those some of those big software packages or if they're just sick of being locked in by... The evil corporate overlords. <laughs> Ooh, yes. <laughs> we'll give you lots of options for things that we've been using for years and years daily. And uh, it works yeah. great for you. Next on Sunday, which is a very busy day for me, I get to record Girls Rules Live in the Chesapeake. And that's from six to seven. And this year's topic will be women in gaming. Mm. And for my panel, I have my core girls. Chet, Michelle, M A and P A. I've also got Sci Fi Laura from Twitter, Laura Burns, and uh, Christiana Ellis also joining the panel. I think we've got a pretty good um, spread of gaming experience there to kind of mm -hmm. give a taste of what it's like for us and all, all different kinds of gaming. All different kinds of gaming, yes, because Laura is very extensively involved in board gaming. Christiana is the queen of console gaming. <laughs> And between Jet, M.A., and I, we cover a lot of console stuff and computer stuff, and mm -hmm. we kind of fill in a lot of gaps. And I'm hoping that we will have a special guest. I'm not 100% sure if that's going to happen, but I'm hoping that we'll have a special guest. But keep your mm -hmm. fingers crossed. I don't want to announce it in case it doesn't happen. But I'm very excited about that. So, And that's 6 o'clock in the Chesapeake for Girls Rules Live. At 7 o'clock, I have a very scary, <laughs> I, the, you know, I announced the breast cancer anthology a couple mm -hmm. months ago. I have not had any time to put into organizing it yet, even though I said I would because of things on the home front, getting the house ready to sell and setting up the small business. But I just found out in the middle of last week that I am on the schedule to do a reading of my mother's story. Mm-hmm. I initially put it in there, the request to do it, to get interest for submissions and thought that it had been denied since I never, it was never on the schedule before. 
So gulp, I am going to be doing a reading of my mother's story. And I don't remember, I don't know what room that's in, but I'm terrified. And I'm also very grateful because Jared's Fables of the Flying City event is going on at the exact same time. Ah. So my hope is that I will be brokenhearted <laughs> to miss it, by the way, because yeah. I was really excited to go. It was his, his event last year was so fantastic. Yeah, I'm bummed to miss it. But my rating is only half an hour, so I'm hoping to catch the end of his. Um, but my real excitement is that everybody's going to be at his event. <laughs> it should basically be me, because I'm expecting you to go to Jared's event, no, too. please. <laughs> so I can just do my reading by myself, <laughs> and I can say, check, it's done. <laughs> and then it can go in the Balticon feed, and hopefully that'll <laughs> generate interest. So I'm terrified at doing the reading, but I'm also thrilled, because I'm pretty sure I'll be alone. <laughs> mm. And that is at 7 o'clock. At least... We're going by the schedule that we have as of right now. There are still some things in flux, but True. this is what we know from 7 to 7.30. I have uh, my reading from my mother's story, Grandma, which is, it's a bit of a sad story. It's her story as the viewpoint of a small child watching her grandmother drive breast cancer, but it is the inspiration for the anthology that I'm going to be putting together later this year, hopefully by release or release by her birthday next year. And then at nine o'clock, we're doing Into the Blender Live. Yes. In the Chesapeake. Mm hmm. Nine o'clock. Where we will be discussing possibly controversial. It, it'll either be really controversial or really fun, but either way, I'm going to enjoy the conversation. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, I'm going to have fun with it. Yes. The subtitle is Take Away My Geek Card, I Dare You. Yeah. Where we're basically going to come out. And discuss things that we're supposed to like that we don't really like. Right. TV shows, movies, books, all of the things in the geek pantheon of of the gold standards right. that we don't really care for. And, you know, why? Yeah. We are, uh, we get a lot of dirty looks <laughs> <laughs> during conversations with people. What do you mean? <laughs> But we have a fun panel of people, which mm -hmm. is why I think it'll be more fun than yeah, contentious. Yeah. Although, yeah, and we're not doing it to go to you know, no, grind our heels in and say, "Ah, damn it!" No, but, you people are crazy. But no. I know one person on the panel that has given us the stink eye for giving our opinion True. on certain shows. So, but we have PG Holyfield, mm -hmm. which is always fun. Mm -hmm. We have podcasting's Rich Sigfrid, who we've never yes. done a panel with. I've never done a panel with, so I'm really excited. Mm -hmm. Why are you making the look? No, I'm trying to think if I've done panels with them. I don't think I've done. Panels. I never. I have. mean, I did like the 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 aliens you made puppet show, but right? Not an actual, you know, no. talking panel. Yeah, I've never done an event with him, and unless you call the room parties at Dragon Con event, which those were pretty. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of jokes came out of those, if nothing yeah. else. And we, of course, have Mark Bailey. Mm -hmm. It's Mark Bailey, otherwise known as Grail Wolf, who's an extensive oh. watcher, consumer of visual goods, yes. and uh, a longtime contributor on TV.com. Yes. And then at 10 o'clock, PG and I, well, I don't even think we have to get up out of our chairs because <laughs> <laughs> maybe we're not to tinkle, but we are on a panel in the same room immediately following called Geek Parenting in New Media. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm not moderating this one. I am trying to, I want to say that Mark Bailey is also on this one. And I want to say that Helen Madden, cynical woman, Nathan Lowell, and I'm not sure who else is on the panel. Mm. I was late addition to it, which saddens me because it's at 10 o'clock. It should be a fascinating discussion, but the time travelers ball starts at 10, which is the new media party that Christiana Mm -hmm. Ellis is hosting this year. We, we passed the crown on, we decided, you know, we wanted to let someone else take over the new media party for a while, at Mm -hmm. least for a while, if not forever. (laughs) And so Christiana's doing it. So I'm going to have to miss the first hour of it. Yeah. And I was whining to PG saying, well, you can handle it. I'll just go off and and set. (laughs) Because he's threatened me that I I am on that panel with him under no, it doesn't matter how sick I get, I'm sitting at that panel desk. So, so that should be a really interesting conversation. And that's at 10 o'clock in the, I'm thinking it's in the Chesapeake. Mm -hmm. It could change to the Derby. It depends on what kind of last minute shuffling goes on. So make sure. Prime, prime rooms for the new media stuff. So check your, you know, schedules and. And I'm going to post my schedule on my blog and I'll update it when I get there if I see any changes. But that's all I have for the whole weekend. Five events in one day. Wow. Although one of them, I'm just serving desserts and and, and hanging out <laughs> with Paulette and all her exciting goodness at her book launch. I really recommend you guys go to, do, go to that. It'll be a lot of fun. Support Paulette as she has supported us all. Cheers. <laughs> and our other announcement is the launch of the Beyond the Wall podcast. Yes, we have not podcast since that launch. Yeah. Shame. Which the full title is specficmedia.com presents Beyond the Wall, a Game of Thrones podcast. So we just call it BTW. Because <laughs> <laughs> we some lazy peeps. So we are taking on HBO's adaptation of George R.R. R. Martin's book, Game of Thrones. Specfic Media is PG Holyfield's baby. Mm-hmm. He dreamt it up and he's created it. And it's a fantastic resource of audio clips, of video clips, of blog posts, of Book trailers, all things media, geeky, sci fi, fantasy stuff. Specfic. Mm-hmm. And he's done a fantastic job in a short amount of time. And he asked us when the show was, because he and I are, are huge. Huge Game of Thrones fans. Mm-hmm. And so when it launched, he knew that Chuchu and I were reading the book together. So he asked if we wanted to do the podcast with him. And we since added Nukjus Nimless, and she goes by Nutty. She goes by at Nukjus on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And also we added the great Christiana Ellis. I yes. think on the second episode or third episode, she joined us. Yes. But either way, having her join in in any way is just fantastic. Mm -hmm. And so we have just recorded the fifth episode, and that should be up in the next couple of days. It'll be up before this is up. So tell us how you think how you think it went. (laughs) And we are covering. It's we're trying to be no spoilers. We only cover up to what has happened in the show, but that includes the book. So if a certain event has happened in the show, we're covering up to that point in the book. We're not going beyond that. We are not allowing ourselves to talk about the subsequent three books. 
were working very hard not to be spoiler. And apparently <laughs> the drinking game for the show is the yeah. word spoiler. <laughs> no, we, no, no, apparently no, no, we no, say spoilers. it a lot. Yeah. So. So, so of course it is spoilerific for the particular episode that just aired because we're analyzing it. Yes. So we're just not going into the future or, you know. Exactly. So you want to listen to the episode after you've watched the episode that we're discussing. And they're perfectly lined up. Episode five of the TV show is our episode five of the podcast. Mm -hmm. So you can't worry about getting ahead like that. And it's just a lot of fun and really enjoying it. You can follow at SpecFic Media on Twitter or mm -hmm. at BTW Podcast. That's the one that's just for the podcast. Yep. The SpecFic Media one gets you all things that, that uh, is, that's brewing over at the SpecFicMedia.com website. Yeah. And of course, it's up on iTunes. Now there is another Beyond the Wall podcast on iTunes. You want ours because <laughs> ours is the first. Yes. We actually put the first podcast out before the show actually aired on HBO. Yes. So we're the first, therefore we're the best. <laughs> Not knocking the other show, haven't listened to it, have no criticisms to offer. And we're a little biased. We're a little biased. I happen to adore Chooch, PG, Nutty, and Christiana. I can't think they could possibly ever do a bad podcast. So, you know, what the heck? <laughs> so anyways, give us a listen and let us know if you like it. We've been getting some great feedback and really enjoying the interplay with listeners that way. So join in on the fun. And if you are watching Game of Thrones every week, we're doing a poll on the website. Mm, right. So we have a different, it looks like we're staying pretty consistent where there's, there's a lot of death in the books. Yeah. So that's the number one question is kind of, what is your guess for how many deaths there are going to be in this next episode? Mm -hmm. And then the other question is something more frivolous, like yeah. how many dresses will Sansa wear? And yeah. The current is uh, how uh. many times will Khal Drogo speak? Yes. As far as news for us, we wanted to bring up vividmusecreations.com. Mm. Vividmusecreations.com is a wee little small business that I've started, chooch by my side. The current focus is on making custom buttons. I mm -hmm. am making quite a few custom buttons for people that are promoting projects and themselves and different things at Balticon and in the future Dragon Con and whatever con or school raffle or whatever. So you can just come and check out the website. I'm also taking on freelance admin work, whether it's, you know, proofreading documents or doing copy editing for your book or doing audio editing for your podcast or podcast novel, anything like that. But basically anything that I can do over the internet I'm willing to negotiate a price for it because, you know, I've been unable to work for a long time. Anything? Almost. <laughs> I forgot. When Chooch is in the room, I always have to say almost anything. <laughs> you don't want to know how I learned that. <laughs> what am I forgetting, baby? We also offer graphic design. Chooch has been working in, in all types of graphic design since he was 19. And since he's 200 now, mm -hmm. that's a lot of experience. <laughs> but he's done all of our logos in the past, our website designs, and all of, all of that stuff. He did mm -hmm. the Ditched by Kate logos, which you can see at ditchedbykate.com. And, and the website. And the website. It's, he's just, you know, he, he's pretty handy when it comes to crayons and watercolors. <laughs> so 
I stick my tongue out to the side and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm concentrating. He really does. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, you know, obviously voice work is something I'm willing to do. I just, I was just asked for a quote on reading someone's podcast novel for them. So I pretty much am willing to do almost. <laughs> anything that you can think of. I've got, you know, 10 years working for the federal government. I've got 20 years doing general admin management, project management stuff, wrangling kids, dog walking, poop scooping. <laughs> you need it. I can pretty much do it. And again, that site's vividmusecreations.com. And it's under construction, so bear with us. I've been making more buttons than bullet points on my <laughs> website. <laughs> Of course, my main news is surrounding the band again. So that's been my big focus for, well, a while now. We've got a big show coming up at Jam and Java, which is our CD release party, just after Balticon on Tuesday, May 31st. Jam and Java's in Vienna. Vienna, Virginia. Virginia. We'll have tickets with us at Balticon. Uh, at the door, it's 13 bucks, but at Balticon, we will pre-sell for 10 bucks. Not just Balticon, I mean. Look it, I'll sell it to you anywhere. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> so pre-selling the tickets for 10 bucks each. Mm -hmm. There will be four other bands. No. Three. There will be three other bands playing. And we chose the middle set at 9 p.m. Since it is a Tuesday night, we don't want to be up terribly late. Yeah. But, but that gives people time to get there from work. And, yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, we're very, very proud of our release, our CD. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, excited to get it into people's hands it's awesome so that's gonna be a fun night i'm total fangirl and i'm so excited for the ep and i'm so <laughs> excited for you guys to start recording the album's worth of music that you've since written yeah amazing stuff and our next show after that's going to be in the middle of june june 18th at iota which is a great venue oh yeah that's a that's where you guys played in march yeah or february Mm -hmm. Fantastic it's in Arlington, venue. Virginia. It's a Saturday night, mm -hmm. and we'll be playing with Juniper Lane, yeah, which is love. a great band. The keyboardist slash guitarist slash everything in the world, <laughs> Jonathan, uh, produced our EP. Yes. And he's a great guy. It's a great band. We've seen them play at IOTA, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. John's fantastic. Oh, that's right. That was their EP release. That was their EP release. And John is fantastic, creative, wonderful. Really, I mean, if even if you weren't going to come out for Ditched by Kate, which I know you are, you'd want to go out for Juniper Lane because it's just awesome. And they have a vegetarian, maybe vegan, but I know definitely vegetarian menu, and the food is fantastic. They've got, you know, a really nice menu, really fantastic servers, a beautiful stage and venue. And they also have what seemed to me like a uh, pretty wide variety of the uh, craft beers yes. that you guys like. I know that because uh, John came out that night. John Taylor mm -hmm. Williams came out the night you guys played with Ether, and he seemed pretty happy with the selection. Yeah, they had you were five too. or six really good. Yeah. So come on out. It's a Saturday night. It's going to be fantastic. It's Arlington. <laughs> you don't even have to go into downtown DC. It's just a hop, skip, and a jump from. Well, from us, maybe not from you, but come on, come out. It'll be fun. It'll be a great time. It will. Yeah, the show we saw of Juniper Lane, there was their EP release. They had opened for Coldplay a couple of years ago at the Verizon Center, and their EP was the, the recording of that, which turned out really great. Right. 
Vision by Kate is also doing yet another charity event. You mm-hmm. are your band is graciously donating performance on I want to say it's June twenty sixth. Yeah. Which is it's a Sunday. It's a Sunday and it's at three o'clock. Mm-hmm. It's at the Parallel Wine Bistro, which I believe is technically in Ashburn, Virginia, but it's also called Broad Runs. Broadlands. Like Broadlands. Broadlands, that's what it is. I think it's technically Broadlands, but even they call themselves Ashburn. Yeah. <laughs> and they have, that's a nice, nice venue. We haven't been there yet, but we've seen pictures and I've been all Which over the website. Which is kid friendly. So bring your kids and come out and help, you know, raise some money for breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Not for breast cancer, for curing <laughs> breast cancer. Let me rephrase that and be very clear. Yeah. So back on catch-up mode. <laughs> What's been going on with us? Um, I think we had left off way back in March around my birthday. So we ended up doing, actually doing a dual birthday practice event party, mm-hmm. impromptu party. Chooch <laughs> and Jenna Palooza. Yes, for myself and Jen, who's a singer, violinist. I think she prefers fiddle player. She does. Perf- she does. <laughs> she, I've actually seen her call herself the fiddle player, yeah. which I Mistress think is adorable. Mistress of the ridiculously sexy tambourine. Yes, which she is more shy about. <laughs> but she is. So we had just an epic night of playing mm. and playing and playing some more. We had a big party. We had a bunch mm-hmm. of friends out to Casa de Rossi mm-hmm. and served up a bunch of really delicious food. We had a potluck and mm-hmm. just... A ton of friends came, and it was loud, and it was raucous, and we served up some crazy desserts, and then you guys just rocked out. That's all. It was so cute. All that you and Jen wanted was to just play all night long. Yep. Nope. Don't. I don't want presents. I don't want to go out. I just want to play all night long. And if we have friends show up, awesome. Yep. If not, we'll still be playing. It's just the cutest thing ever. So that's what you guys did. Yeah. And I had rigged up. So we have the basement layer Mm -hmm. where where we normally practice, Mm -hmm. which is at Phil's place. And I had rigged it up so that we had the video camera going and H4 doing audio. And I rigged it so that the TV upstairs would broadcast everything that we were doing in the basement. Mm -hmm. So for the people that, you know, didn't want the loud noise, but also because we don't have that much seating room. Right. (laughs) It worked out really, really well. Yeah. It was a big group of people. And so we'd be down there and we'd be rocking out and we'd finish a song. And then all of a sudden there was like this raucous <laughs> thunder outside. And we're like, geez, did a truck hit the house or something? And people were stomping on the floor so we could hear them. Yeah. And I felt like the mean cop because I went through and I happened to see like where the couches and everything were around the TV, there was like a sofa table. And on the sofa table were the big beverage holders. Oh, yeah. One was glass, one was plastic, (laughs) about six gallons total. And I happened to be walking back downstairs when I saw them stomping. And they were like, the the beverage dispensers were like teetering and shaking. And I was like, please, no, think of the hardwood floors. It was like, I actually had to put a halt to it because they were so like passionate and they're cheering for you. Mm-hmm. I think that worked out really, really well because some of the some of our friends do have issues with extremely loud music, and mm-hmm. they were able to really enjoy it upstairs. Yeah, and it gets pretty loud in the basement. <laughs> it gets. <laughs> I have been known to wear earplugs. Nobody mm-hmm. gets offended because it prevents the migraines that sometimes happen, but mm-hmm. it is really loud and really awesome. <laughs> I just <laughs> love it. It's it's our happy place. Yeah, we played. 
It's a bunch of shows around DC. Really what's consumed us the last month or so is the house preparation. Yes. The house us as in sale. Chooch and I. Right. Not the band. Which has just been... Hellacious. Ooh. <laughs> well, actually, it was... A month ago was when we were in, in full throttle mm-hmm. prepping the house, packing up everything that didn't need to be here to yeah. strip the personality out as much as possible. Our one exception is the burrow. Our little corner where we do our recording, it still has all of our buttons and bumper stickers and postcards and, and tchotchkes that we've gotten at conventions. And it's got my little tick mini figurine set and my Tinkerbells <laughs> and Star Wars figures and Ben Franklin action figures and the Think Geek Monkey. And so it's definitely the only place in the house, a little five foot by five foot area that mm-hmm. has all our crap that we are not packing yeah. away until it's time to go. <laughs> but we spent a good month doing that with great help from Paulette Jackson at the end, pushing us to having the house ready for photographs and listing. And then in the last month, we've been just having to keep the house as pristine as possible, which means cleaning every day, cleaning up dog hair, cleaning every dish as you use it, sweeping every day. And it's just, bleh. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate <laughs> it. And we have not had, we've had a lot of people come and view the house. We had an open house and um, multiple, I mean, at least, what, 10 viewings now, something mm-hmm. like that. But nobody's buying yeah. And we're getting told by different people that it seems like a lot of people are looking and nobody's plunking down money right now. So we just dropped the price. We're taking a total, I mean, we're getting whooped in this market, but yeah. we really have to move to get closer to better doctors for me. I have to get a second opinion and I don't want to do it out here. No offense to the doctors in the area where I live, but I need a bigger pool of doctors to pull from specialists and whatnot. And Chooch needs to be closer to work because the three-hour-a-day commute is just killer. And and with gas prices up to $4 a gallon, it's ridiculous to be traveling, what is it, 600 miles a week? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Even in a hybrid, it's ridiculous. So we need a smaller place. We need a more affordable place. We've been working really hard to make that happen. And the reason for the small business is to be able to carry us through and maybe have income no matter how sick I get. Mm-hmm. So through all the house preparations, we were able to squeeze out a 5K run in Sterling. Yes. For the Sierra Leone Children's Home. That sounds right. I want to say, I know it was definitely Sierra Leone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I thought it was for a school. All right. Anyways, we did a 5K to benefit some kids in Sierra Leone. (laughs) I'm pretty sure they were like orphan homes. I've, Which were probably also. I found schools. a five k in an area that would was useful to us, so we ran it, and mm-hmm. it had these cute little bases that made me really glad that that's the one I chose for our money to go to. <laughs> we ran the heck out of that sucker, and it was brutal. It was. They said it was a lovely route on a residential tree lined drive. What it was mostly true. true. It was absolutely true. It was a lovely little, you know, <laughs> path, but they neglected to mention that that residential route goes through the Alps. Yeah, it starts with like <laughs> a thirty percent grade hill mm. that was not easily forty percent. The best way to start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was uh, hellacious and it killed my knees, but I, I ran all of it except for when my sadly run keeper pooped out about, mm. I don't know, half a mile in. So I didn't get to track that first hill, mm. which was a mother. <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't able to get the elevation change stats on it, but we did well and yay. <laughs> I don't know. They never did post our race results though. So I'm huh. really kind of pissed about that. Cause you know, I always want to do a little better on each run. Mm -hmm. That one, I was just glad to finish running Yeah, because the hills were killer. And that's mm -hmm. when I really, really started. That's when I really felt pain in my shins for the first time. Like for all, for the, Years that I've been starting and stopping running, that's when I felt like real shin pain for the first time. Mm. Got to stick with that lesson from Lotero. When you're running downhill, tread carefully, soft <laughs> landings. I just get to a point where I'm so tired that I'm just like pushing myself through to the end and I'm landing hard and I'm just trying to finish. Yeah. And I need to be more aware so I can run again <laughs> someday. Mm. Shortly thereafter, we had the grill pack come down for a visit. Yeah, that was cool. We went through, I guess it's becoming a tradition, mm -hmm. Sonic. Yes, they, I mean, they always want Sonic. <laughs> they don't have any Sonics up where they are. Mm -mm. So we went to Sonic and we hit the comic book store nearby and I was very excited because... That's right. Our COH podcast, one of our listeners was Troy Hickman. Mm-hmm. And he was, at the time, he was in the running to win a Top Cow pilot season, like to win like a run of his comic. And we, and we supported him and, and he won. And so we've been waiting for the last year or two for the comics to come out. And of course, we stopped doing COH podcasts and we fell out of touch with him. I, I've written to him a couple of times and not heard back. Mm -hmm. And just kind of, oh. There's Twilight Guardian. It's right there. Yeah. So we were able to grab a couple of copies, which we were then able to fill in at a friend's comic book store yeah. and finish out the set. So yay, congrats, Troy. Very and cool. why the hell didn't you tell us? Because we would have been promoting it here on Into the Blender. <laughs> yeah, like three, epi three issues had already been released. Yeah. So there's actually four out right now. I don't. I think it's only four that they're going to do. I think so, yeah, miniseries. Troy Hickman, Twilight Guardian. Go out and find it. It's by Top Cow, and he has also done books for the City of Heroes world. So mm -hmm. check it out. Oh, and Common Grounds, too. He mm -hmm. did Common Grounds, which was, a, what's the name of that award? Eisner? That sounds right. <laughs> I'm not a comic book guy. I know I've said it before, but yeah, yeah I think it's Eisner where I think yeah. that sounds right. Yeah. So go check it out, because he's a hilarious, hilarious man. And oh, yeah. And just really talented writer. So go check it out. And I want to say it was the following weekend or possibly the weekend after that, we had the Gideons and, you know, I'd written down the Williamses, but they're not really the Williamses. No. John Taylor Williams and Mia. And Mia has her own last name. She uses her own last name. Yeah. So the Awesomes. And then Thomas and Andrea. <laughs> and Thomas and Andrea, the other and Awesomes. And dogs. And they brought Fergus, Fergus and, Fiona and Fiona to play with Kaylee. So they came down for a day and went with us to the Capitol Ale House. Which we love. And we we've been love. trying to get them there for like two years. Mm-hmm. And awe at the 40-page beer menu. Mm. Craft brews, microbrews from all over yeah. the world. Yeah. 
<laughs> and you can hear a pretty extensive rundown of that on the, they actually discussed it around the time that we actually did it, which was, what was that episode, yeah, it was honey? their next episode of the Living Proof Brewcast, their April 24th episode. Yes. April 24, 2011, which they call Fear and Loathing on the BrewQuest Trail. <laughs> yeah, it was, an, it was not a fun uh, trip for them. They yeah. had bad traffic and weather on the way here and... Our server was less than awesome, which is shocking because yeah. we've never had anything but fantastic service. And I actually was there two other times in the next two weeks taking mm -hmm. other friends that wanted to go. And we had fantastic servers. Well, we thought it would be really cool since, you know, they do a brewing podcast and mm -hmm. to to dine down in the, the beer cellar. Yes, get the, ex, the extra special dining experience. Yeah. And we had never done that before, and apparently not a lot of people do it, possibly. Well, they do it evenings. Oh, okay. They have special parties okay. and stuff. So we were in the middle the of the day. Yeah. And apparently our server is like normally a bartender. and They were over, really... they were short-staffed, so yeah. they asked him to be a waiter, and he was not <laughs> pleased. But the regular restaurant is so loud mm -hmm. that I thought had they wanted to record, there's no way they could have recorded. Yeah. So, you know, that was my thought is, you know, and, and there are pictures of them with their noses pressed up against oh, the yeah. glass <laughs> looking at those, which they wouldn't have seen had we not gone downstairs. True. So, but yeah. And it ends up, it's not proper for recording either. It's an echo chamber. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. an echo chamber, but what the heck we tried. And I think it was still a great time. It was, I mean, anytime we get together, it's a fantastic time. Yeah. And unfortunately it had to be super short since they had just like a three-hour drive or something. Oh, it was closer to four hours. It was it ridiculous. Was crazy. Yeah. It, I felt bad because it's similar to some of the stuff that Chooch and I run into because mm -hmm. we go north all the time. Yeah. And so it's one of those things. It's like, I feel for you. We have been there. Yeah. Hundreds and thousands and millions of times we've been sitting in traffic, missing out on fun because of how far away we live. <laughs> but we appreciate them coming so far mm -hmm. and, and, and putting up with what they put up with. Mm-hmm. I just love them. Yeah. All. <laughs> <laughs> and back with the Grail Pack, uh, we celebrated Connor's birthday party. Yeah. Grail Pop's second birthday. Yeah. I just, I, I mean, it's just insane, <laughs> you know? It was just a minute ago that we were rubbing her belly. Yeah. Crazy. Which was hosted by Martha Holloway and Paul Fisher, their place. Mm hmm And so we had another great time with a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. A bunch of kids. Watched babies playing. It was, well, not even <laughs> babies. Watching toddlers play. It was mm -hmm. very cool. And then speaking of babies, <laughs> our niece and family yeah. came all the way from the Midwest. Yes, little mama. To introduce us to their newest baby, M. Yes. Uh, my niece that I call crazy mama. No, yeah. baby. What do I call her? Little mama. <laughs> baby mama. Who has uh, baby Jay, who's really... He's like little man Jay now, I guess, because yeah. he's like almost three. They were able to swing a short visit, and they drove down and visited for about a week. So it was little mama and her husband and little man Jay and baby M, who is so beautiful, and she's so sweet, and she loves me as much as I love her. <laughs> She didn't fuss when I held her. She was so <laughs> sweet and so lovely. She was about 
month old. She turned a month yeah, old while say, she was yeah, here. Was like three weeks when so we saw her. teensy tiny and sweet and smelled so wonderful. <laughs> oh, I was very happy. Just a little angel. So we had a big, big family gathering. So it was my family and friends of the family and and her husband's family and friends of theirs and just Honestly, I think it's the most people we've ever gotten in the house. Yeah. I think it's bigger than any BlenderCon or any other thing that we've ever done. And it was a huge success. And on the surprise of your other niece. Oh my gosh. We found out back. We found out about a week before that she was fed up with where she was living and wanted to move back. And so she left in time to make sure that she got here in time for the party to start and to be able to see everybody while they were gathered together. And even my son, Naughty Bear, was able to make it. And it was so fantastic. I just was so happy. I warned the girls that I wasn't going to be able to help myself. Every time I walked past them, I was going to have to grab them, hug them, and kiss them, (laughs) which I did, which they were very happy to accept. (laughs) They're very tolerant of me. It was just a wonderful day. It was, I really needed that day. Mm -hmm. And my sister stuck around, and then our friend... Mel stuck around and really worked their asses off mm, to, to put the house put back the house in show back mode. Together. Right, because we had just had the house on the market for like a week. Mm-hmm. So we had to start the party preparation at four to make sure that anybody wanted to see it on a Saturday would have been come and gone. And then get the house decorated, have this huge, I mean, huge party. We had two girls going and chocolate fountain and all the cheesecakes and everything that my niece loved so much and didn't get during her pregnancy and then clean it all up and get the house ready so that bright and early the next morning the house would be ready for viewing again mm-hmm. and we did it <laughs> although we're still finding some of the glitter confetti <laughs> from the baby shower decoration pops up now and then. every once in a while you find a piece of pink glitter on the floor but it was fantastic so happy and they had to head back already but it was just magical to see them and i'm just so happy 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 that we had the time together mm-hmm. shortly thereafter we had a whirlwind saturday a flurry of activity. MAMPA and Quicksilver Kid came down right. on Friday. Mm-hmm. I had been at Paulette's. That's right, yeah. I had gone up to Paulette's because while Paulette was here helping us get the house ready, she fell and break, broke her ankle. Well, she didn't fall. She twisted her ankle on the same exact spot where I've twisted my ankle twice. <laughs> and and she felt really stupid because we had had the conversation like the day before that stupid garage step down. Yeah. And then the next day as we're rushing at the last minute, she stumbled on it and actually broke off the tip of her ankle bone, the bone that leads next to her ankle. Oof. So I had gone up and wanted to help her out. You know, she lives in a townhouse and I wanted to make sure she was set up okay and if she needed groceries and stuff and and just to spend time with her, too, because she was cooped up and stuck. And so I felt so bad for her and missed her. So I went up and stayed a couple of days. We had a great time, did some errands, and um, uh, spent a lot of time knocking about in Annapolis. And then I drove back Friday morning to pick up Quicksilver Kid and MA and PA, and we had this wonderful little serendipitous moment that I actually was able to pick them up three hours earlier than what we had intended scheduled. Mm -hmm. And we just had a great time. We, we made sure Quicksilver kid got his waffle house fix (laughs) and we just 
hung out and knit and chatted. And the next day we got up and went to Paulette's book signing Mm -hmm. in Annapolis, her very first book signing of the Empress Sword. And we hung out there for a little while and took her home and made sure she was settled in. It was a long day for Paulette. And then we went to Fairfax and met up with a bunch of people for Mexican food. And that was a lot of fun. Usually M.A. wants to just come down and chill out. And this time she was like, I want to see people. So we got about a dozen people together and and had a fantastic time. And a friend of hers from Philly, uh, Sarah, about to thunder Mm -hmm. on Twitter, she and her husband and daughter drove down to attend too, which I was like, it's so cool. That was awesome. (laughs) And so we got to hang out with them. And I didn't get to spend that much time with her at last Balticon. So I was really excited. And and she and her daughter will be at Balticon this next week. So. Fantastic Their person. family had taken the opportunity after dinner and they mm-hmm. went and did some monument hopping and, yeah. and stayed the night in D.C. Yeah, yeah. Really wonderful people. And the next morning I jumped up and drove M.A. and Quicksilver Kid back to Philly to save them like the nine hours of public transportation to get mm-hmm. back. And that way we could hang out a little bit longer. And so we got up there. Ended up going out to dinner with Sarah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had a girls' night, <laughs> and had I just I just love Sarah. I love Ma. It was fantastic. It's always great to have time with Ma, and and getting to spend more time with Sarah was fantastic. And you know we've got a lot in common. And I really, again, I look forward to spending more time with her. And I crashed there and woke up the next morning and hit Whole Foods and came home. Yeah. Rei. Oh, right. We actually made a special trip to REI, which is a store that sells, of course, camping gear and stuff like that. But they also sell a lot of nutrition bars. And having been listening to Romy Nelson's Ingredients for Life podcast and having been lucky enough to have just interviewed her for my Girls Rules podcast, I was really anxious to try. Her favorite bars are the Zing bars, Mm -hmm. which are gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, vegan, very healthy, high-protein no garbage. And so I'm having a hard time finding them and I didn't want to order a case without having tried them. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'm kind of a funny shopper that way. So we went to REI cause I knew that they carried them and you know, I bought like a dozen different types of protein bars and I've been experimenting with the healthier end of that world, you know, low sugar, high dietary fiber, high protein, And also doing really well on the eating plan that Romy Nielsen talks about on her podcast for Ingredients for Life. And if you're interested in that at all, I suggest you listen to girlsrules.org. The last episode, which was posted in May, was my interview with Romy. Mm -hmm. And if you enjoy what you hear there, then definitely check out her Ingredients for Life podcast. It's fantastic. She's got a huge backlog of over 50 episodes, and I'm really enjoying it. I'm learning a lot, and it you know, there's so many different types of diets out there and hers makes sense to me because a lot of the stuff I've been doing on my own because I found mm-hmm. out it worked for me and she's just got, you know, ways to make it easier. So, and she's a licensed nutritionist, di- well, dietitian. dietitian and uh, the commonly known phrase is nutritionist. And mm-hmm. she's also done weight training and she's been in um, body beauty, not beauty, but like body competitions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so she just definitely knows what she's talking about. It's And she's a real pleasure, pleasure to talk to. I really enjoyed it. She's actually followed up with me a couple times since our conversation. And she's just an amazing human. I just really dig yeah. her. So I really recommend her, her podcast and, and all that. So 
And after listening to 20 something of her episodes, I had questions that I wanted answered. It was very greedy of me. Okay, well, <laughs> exactly which type of this, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm having trouble finding this. So what about that? And so I, I'm able to get those answers. So, you know, if, if you listen and you have those questions, just, you know, check out my podcast, <laughs> girlsrules.org. Yeah, that was a great conversation. Oh, did you listen to it? Yeah. Oh, baby cakes. <laughs> that, so that Saturday, the, the same one, yeah. The whirlwind Saturday. Yeah. So when that's just what I did, everybody. You and MA had headed off to Paulette's book signing. Mm-hmm. I had headed to John Taylor Williams again mm-hmm. to his place for a brew day. Mm-hmm. And I had, you know, I really wanted to be at Paulette's book signing, but Chris Miller had made a special trip out from Ohio. Right. And uh, he's got a podcast called The Secret Lair. Mm-hmm. He's um, doing, been doing podcasting and writing, um, essay writing for, for a long time. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so you may be familiar with him. And I had never had a chance to meet him before. We'd kind of circled each other on Twitter and Facebook and stuff like that. So it was a really great opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is going to be at Balticon, which is way cool. So I can't wait for Viv to meet him. I can't wait to meet him. He's such a great guy. Yeah. Um, wonderful conversations. Um, we've got you know tons in common uh, aside from you know liking beer. Yeah. Uh, but uh, a lot in common technology wise. He's a deep guy. He's got uh, all this um, spiritual studies and, anyways, huge wide ranging conversation, which we always have. Yeah. I always have with. Thomas and and John, anyways. So Chris had uh, he's also a home brewer, and he had a recipe he wanted to do, which is a takeoff of the Dogfish Head Midas Touch beer. Mm. So he came out with his recipe together. They the three of them had gotten their ingredients together and the special yeasts and and the changes that they wanted to make to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I helped them out. Mostly watching, but a lot of, I did a lot of scrubbing and uh, cleaning and kind of helped pay for the wonderful beers they bring me. You swabbed the deck, so to speak. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's a great opportunity. So, you know, the whole brewing experience, boiling the barley and spurging and mashing and (laughs) yeasting and, um, and. They just all sound like unpleasant medical, like, (laughs) experiences. And so that was a a, a great morning mm. and afternoon. Yeah. And then, so like you said, I headed off to Fairfax to meet everybody for dinner, which we had that great, wonderful dinner. Yeah. And then. That was a lot of fun. I split off back over to Ashburn for band practice. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you did. And so we rocked out all night and then. Staggered home in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) In the wee hours. Yeah, we were going to make you fix omelets for us, but yeah, that wasn't going to happen as late as you made it in. (laughs) We fended for ourselves. And the the brew day is actually, we did a Living Proof Brewcast recording while Chris was there. We did, I guess we would call a four for four. We tried four different Ohio beers. Oh, nice. And then we each, you know, sampled them and swapped them and <laughs> and basically rambled on like we do lots which, of laughter lots of funny stuff though yeah hilarious stuff. on their may 7 2011 episode titled the brew live crew takes on ohio <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so fun to listen to after all that fun and levity 
life sinks back in, and things like dental care. I don't want to talk about that then. No. No. Okay. <laughs> Suffice it to say that I've been having pain since January when I had a cavity replaced. Come to find out, I've got TMJ, I clenched my jaws, I cracked the tooth that had that I had just paid to fill the cavity of, or replace the filling of, and so I had to have a root canal and a crown, and I have to get a night guard for the sum total of about 2000 something dollars yeah. at a time when we cannot afford it, but I also can't afford the excruciating pain 24 hours a day, waking me up in the middle of the night, making it impossible to eat. So... Yes. Anybody need buttons? Anybody need <laughs> line editing or text, you know, copy editing or, you know, poop scooping? Let me know. <laughs> yeah. Not a fun time. No. And took, you know, multiple weeks to get through all the procedures still, and that sort of thing. Yeah, it's still undergoing. Underway. Next up, we had the Richmond Race for the Cure. Yes. Susan G. Komen Race for the Cure, yes. which we've done. It's the third year? I believe this was our well, third year. Well, I did not. I did the sleep in last year because I was unable to do the run. Oh, right. And I think that's the only year that we missed. Okay. So the fourth year. And Naughty Bear came with us, our friend Paulette of the broken ankle. Her registration, she didn't want it to go wasted. And so she let us take Naughty Bear instead. Mm -hmm. And he used to go on the race for the cures with, we just walked him. But my family used to go every year after mom's first instance of breast cancer in early 90s. Uh, there were several years that we went as a big family. And at that time, Naughty Bear was in a stroller. <laughs> <laughs> so this was the first one that he had done since then. He hadn't had any interest as he got older. And he was really excited to do this one with us. So the three of us went down and... Uh, I ended up raising $520 so far. Yeah. I have until May 31st before that fund shuts down, but until then people can make donations. And if you email me at vivmuse at gmail.com, I'll send you the link. I can't read it. It's a bunch of numbers and weird symbols. And it was just a great day. And as I was pushing myself and running and trying to do my best, there's two things that I remember very clearly. One of them was that I saw, and I've been having knee problems since that run in Sterling, so I was having to back off my training. I really thought that I wasn't going to do a good showing. I was just going to give myself leeway to, you know, go slow and walk when I needed to. And uh, just after the second mile mark, I stopped. I was having um, some, you know, chest breathing stuff going on. I had kept seeing these groups of people that, about a dozen of them wearing these identical shirts with different numbers on the back. All of them, like jer Jersey kind of things, you know, sports team kind of things. And they all had a sign on, that ba on their back that said a girl's name and then number 12. And I'm not going to give the girl's name because it seems like I shouldn't. And so after the two-mile mark, I was walking and I was passing up these three from the group. And so I said, if, if you don't mind me asking, how old was she? And they stopped chattering and giggling and said 17. Mm. 17 years old. Wow. At which point I was literally dumbfounded and realized that these were teenagers. And um, I gave a blessing for her and 
I ran like I was out running a freaking earthquake. I ran and I ran and I ran and I ran until I couldn't run anymore because the thought of a 17-year-old girl going through breast cancer and I couldn't even bear to know that she's gone. I couldn't even ask, is she still with us? I didn't want to know. I needed to believe that she was because the thought of her having died from it at 17. I don't know about you guys. Mm. I can't, <laughs> I can't take that. Yeah. So in my mind, she lives on <laughs> and I hope she does. I really hope she does, but she definitely fueled me to really push and completely blow out my knees on the last. Hill. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I will say that she inspired me to run more and run harder and run longer. And I found that likewise, I am an inspiration because every time this old fat lady would run past some young <laughs> male or female, you know, in the prime of their life and their toned cut bodies, every time I would run past, I could count how many seconds, three, two, one, they'd come flying <laughs> past me. <laughs> so just as number 12 inspired me, I inspired a lot of other people to work harder too, because they didn't want me to beat mm -hmm. them. <laughs> mm. So, uh, and, and, and the image of that girl just blows me away so much. I can't even remember what the other image was. I hadn't written that down. No, it was off the cuff. Oh, I remember. I, I, I have it. So I'm running. I've been, I survived that last hill, which is going downhill at a very, she, uh, very steep incline. Mm -hmm. And I'm running. And again, I'm following the Lord of the Rings when running downhill, <laughs> land softly. And it was, it was almost like going downstairs. It was such a steep incline while I was running. It was really difficult. And so when I hit the bottom of the hill, I just bolted to make up for that time. I knew I wasn't going to beat my last time, but I really wanted to try. And so I'm just hauling my big butt as fast as I can, not thinking about anything, just running. And I had this like weird hallucination as I was nearing the finish line. And I was like, that looks like Jet. That looks like Jet <laughs> holding a sign with my name on it. What the hell? And I was like, just keep running. Just don't, just don't look, you'll fall. Just keep running. Cause I'd been dizzy for like the last 10 minutes. So just run, 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 run. Mm -hmm. And then, so I just keep, I'm like, don't even look, just keep going. You're crazy. You're oxygen deprived. You're dehydrated. Just run. And so I run through the finish line across the thing and for it to catch my time. And the woman in front of me just completely comes to a dead stop, which you're not supposed to do. You have to keep moving because there are people behind you. And I could not stop fast enough. So I actually, I put my hands up as like a shock absorber, but I still ran into her. And she turned around and grabbed me and we're kind of like holding on to each other to stay upright. And she was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I know I shouldn't have stopped. I just couldn't move another inch. I'm like, that's fine. Let's just get out of the way. <laughs> and so I like stopped and I just like kind of had to, I was, I completely whooped myself, wore myself out on that last push. So I'm sitting there literally gasping for breath for my life because I felt like I was going to pass out. And I look over, and there is Jet yeah. standing there in a purple corset with this big sign that says, <laughs> Go Viv, Go. And I was like, I thought I hallucinated that. <laughs> she was looking at me like I was crazy.
<laughs> but she had shown up because she lives in Richmond. Mm-hmm. She had shown up. She was going to some big anime convention that day or, or Asian, some Asian yeah. culture event in mm-hmm. Richmond. And so she came dressed up, looked adorable as always, and had come down early to cheer us on, which yeah. I was just like, oh, I love you. <laughs> and I'm just sweaty and gross. And I'm like, I don't want to get sweat on you. And she's like, I don't care. And I was like, okay, I'm going to hug you now. <laughs> I was just absolutely floored because it's, I mean, I know she lives there, but it's not, yeah. it's like any other major metropolitan city. It's a pain in the ass to get around, mm-hmm. especially on race day. You have to park so far away. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the Susan G. Comans are such big events yeah. that, that they, you know, it, they the overtake police are the out city. And, yeah. In full force, they've got all sorts of streets closed down mm. and people everywhere. Yeah, it was it was so sweet of her. It just was like the cherry on top of it. I was just so excited, so gratified to have such a good friend in her. She's just an amazing person. Mm-hmm. Loves her. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I rambled, baby. No, that's good. It's an important cause, and it's a great event. I'm just so glad Naughty Bear went with us. Yeah. I felt really bad for running it because I really, afterwards, I was like, I really should have walked it and been with you guys and done it with you guys. And I felt really selfish, but. Mm. <sighs> well, I think it was good. And, and uh, you know, it was good for him to see you running. We were kind of tracking each other's progress. And as we Aww. were crossing the first bridge, I was looking over at the other bridge and like, look, she's probably all the way over there. <laughs> <on> the <other laughs> bridge. And, when we were at the other bridge, we realized you were probably just about the finish line. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he's been running. Mm-hmm. He's up to three miles now, which is yeah. basically 5K. So maybe it inspired him a little bit. Maybe I, not. It's all his effort, even if even if it yeah. did. But it was all his effort yeah. in what he's doing now. So full props go to him. But yeah. oh, We had great conversations the whole yeah. way. I mean, we've got into some stuff that we never really, you know. Wow. Opened up and talked about before. So it was a great experience for us. (laughs) Well, no. Well, okay. In that case, I'm jealous. (laughs) I'm deeply jealous. But but I'm also glad because that gave you guys some time to kind of reconnect. You haven't really had time to do that since Mm -hmm. you moved back. So, all right. Okay. I'll I'll still (laughs) feel guilty, but I'm gratified that you guys had that time together without me butting in and stuff. (laughs) Right on. Is it time for nuggets? It is time for our solid nuggets. Solid nuggets. And a tool that kind of goes into some of the stories we've been telling is your nugget. Yes, my nugget. The wonderful serendipitous moment that I had with M.A. and Quicksilver Kid. And also the ability for Chooch and I to keep track of where we were on the race route. And many, many, many other things. Pretty much anytime we go somewhere now, whether it's to band practice or to a friend's house that lives far away, we are now using Glimpse. Mm-hmm. We've been using it probably for about a month and a half or so. And it's something that Chooch actually found. And it was one night I was cooking dinner and he sent me this thing and I was like, I don't know what it is. I'll ask him when he gets home. Well, <laughs> what it turned out being is a link. And it's, it's, a, it's actually, it's an app that you can use on your smartphone, either for Android, iPhone, and Windows Mobile. They're, they're going to come out with another one, but I, they're keeping it a secret. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing it's BlackBerry or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it requires GPS because what it does is it allows you to share not only where you are right then when you send the message, which is something you can do in GroupMe, but it actually tracks your live travel progress on a viewable map. 
you can send the glimpse either by text message or by email or, you know, whatever, probably even in Twitter. And uh, people will be able to track your progress either on their smartphone or um, on their desktop, computer, laptop, whatever, mm -hmm. on a regular PC, any web, browser. Mac, any web browser. Thank you for saying it the way I needed to. You can see, you can even see where you are in relation to that person that glimpsed you. And, you know, if you have an account and you put yourself in glimpse, that's how I was able to find MA. I was driving down from Annapolis. She was driving down on her public transit of choice from Philly and I realized, huh, you're just below DC or you're just below Baltimore. I'm just below Baltimore. And so we glimpsed each other and I was able to pick her up in DC rather than in Richmond, mm -hmm. saving us both like, you know, three hours and then the drive back and the whole thing. It was fantastic. And it was really fun because at one point we had each other on our glimpse map and it was like, I was right in front of her. And it was so cute because it was almost like when she was getting closer, I felt like I had to hide. You know, it felt like <laughs> we were playing hide and go seek or something. But it absolutely got us to the exact same spot. It worked beautifully. And then on the race, I glimpsed you and you glimpsed me. And we were able to see like when Jet and I were at the finish line trying mm -hmm. to figure out how far, how far off you guys were, I was able to see you guys coming down the route. You mm -hmm. guys would have been able to see me if you had looked exactly where I was on the route. Was yeah, just, when we were talking, that's when we were... That's when you were able to see it. Yeah. It's so cool. It's just the simplest thing in the world. And it sets for... It has default time, so you want to set how long. The longest, I believe, is four hours. So if it's a longer trip than that, then you'll have to glimpse again. Yeah. And you can set it for as short as 30 minutes or whatever. And then when you get to where you want to be, or if you don't want to be tracked anymore, then you can just end it. Yeah, that's an important distinction, I think, because there's other services like this. There's, well, there's, you know, Foursquares and that sort of stuff, Goala to check into places. Mm -hmm. And then there's like Google Latitude, which does the same thing with your friends, but all the time. Oh, yeah. And that's the important distinction with Glimpse is you completely control when you're trackable. Right. You specifically turn it on and you set a duration that it automatically turns off or you can turn it off anytime you right. want. So for, for, for privacy concern and all that sort of thing, right. you have complete control over when to use it. As a matter of fact, when I was leaving Paulette's and heading down to pick up MA and, and Quicksilver Kid, I glimpsed her as well so that she, you know, she wanted to make sure that I was, you know, getting where I was going safely. And she said it was funny because I had set it for like a long duration because I was going to be driving all the way down to Richmond from mm -hmm. Annapolis. So I had set the four hour duration. And because I picked up M.A. and Quicksilver Kid early, we actually stopped and went to a restaurant and sat down to eat. And so she said at one point, we were like just spinning in place, <laughs> like not moving. But it still, because it, it kind of sets to the way your, face, your phone is facing, it was like we were just like, in, we would be still. And then all of a sudden, we'd be mo I would be circling and I'm going, oh, that must have been when I went and went to the bathroom. That must be when we were walking to the car or something. So it's pretty, it's not like fine-tuned down to the foot, the inches or anything like that. But it was, uh, to her, it looked like I was twirling in place. Right. And the day that we did the race for the cure, because she was unable to come with us, and she let Naughty Bear use her registration, I glimpsed to her so she could track our progress. Mm -hmm. So she was really excited. And apparently you can, well, I know that you can share your rate of travel. Yeah, and I, usually I leave the, the speed on. 
I forget to, I, I have it somehow defaulted to not have the speed on. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, I really wish you'd had the speed on because then I could have seen it. Oh, she's running now. Oh, she's walking now. Oh, she's running now. And I was like, oh, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> she could have been cheering me on to run more. So <laughs> that's my favorite thing right yeah. now. You can do the speed and overlay Google Maps where it'll show the traffic at the same time. Exactly. So you can see whether it's zero miles per hour. Yeah. You can see a big red strip or whatever. Yeah. So you just basically want to go to glimpse.com or you can look for the app in your phone's app store. I can't remember if it costs anything for Droid, but even if it was like a $5 app, I've gotten so much enjoyment out of it. I don't, I'd totally pay five or 10 bucks for it. Yeah. I turn it on whenever I'm heading home from work. I just flip it on and uh, it's so easy to coordinate. It's fantastic. Easy breezy and everybody, you know, it's one of those things. We, we have to drive so far to get places. And it's just like, oh, what's your ETA? And it's like, check the glimpse. I got no, I'm driving. I don't have time for this mess. <laughs> another tool that we've been using kind of in conjunction with glimpse. You mean another nugget? Another nugget <laughs> is GroupMe. Yes. And there are, there's kind of a tradition at South by Southwest every year where that's where Twitter launched. That's where Foursquare launched. So it's become a thing where, you know, the next big social app's going to come out of South by Southwest. And it's kind of funny because so many companies want to be that next thing, right. but they're all launching at the same time. And now it's just chaos. And this last one, nothing. There was really no. <laughs> but in that space, all of these group apps came out at the same time. So there's GroupMe, Beluga, which Facebook bought, and I think it's called Fast Society. These They're all similar apps. So GroupMe is the one that I really like. Yeah. And what it is, is it's it's a group chat program. Right. So if you think of it like Twitter, but just for very limited groups of people, like five to ten people. Mm-hmm. So it's like a shared chat room. And the cool thing about it is it runs on Android, iPhone, BlackBerry, or any phone with SMS. Right. So you just receive text messages. You just want to have unlimited text messages, Mm -hmm. which I think pretty much everyone does now. Yeah. So somebody creates a group and then invites however many people they want. Or makes it an open group. Or you can just make it an open group so people can join it uh, if they can find it. They've actually created a couple that are like completely to me goes against the point of the program right so they have these big sponsored ones for like bad girls club or something yeah which are gonna have you know tens of thousands of people or something which is impossible to follow right so it did i say skanks that sounded judgmental i apologize (laughs) for that to all the bad girls out there (laughs) the main reason i wanted to start using this is half of our band has iphones and half of us have Androids. <laughs> and we were doing some tech. Oh, oh, and, and most of the band doesn't do Twitter. Yeah. That's really just me, Viv, and Phil that yeah. do Twitter. So some coordinations were, were getting tough. Yeah, emails can only have so many responses before they're unwieldy. Yeah. And on the iPhone, iPhone kind of does its own group texting. So if you text do a blast to a bunch of people, it will automatically kind of thread them together, which works iPhone to iPhone because they're all using the same program. When they come to any other phone, 
it's a mess. It just shows up as individual text messages. And if somebody, if another iPhone user replies to everybody, it comes to you as just a single text just to you. Mm -hmm. So you lose the thread of the conversation. Yeah. So GroupMe threads all that talk into one place. Yeah. And you can view it on the website, which is great. You can go back and search through, <laughs> not search. Yes, you I can. I wish you had search. Yes, you can. There's search. There's now search. Just this morning, I was trying to find something I didn't see. You like were I doing it wrong. Hard enough. Cool. So in, or if you want to, you can turn the, I think they call it transcripts. You can turn it off for your group if you want to be secretive and you don't want to have a history of the chat. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's come in useful because we were trying to figure out something that we did back in April mm -hmm. and I was able to load back to April 9th mm -hmm. through all the, I mean, literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of messages yeah. in group me that we've sent <laughs> since May 9th. Mm -hmm. And I, it took a while, but I was able to go all the way back through it. And that's when I saw the damn search button. <laughs> I was ah, like, Oh, cool. great. <laughs> <laughs> so the other pieces that it does, it does uh, pictures. So you can attach a picture and everybody can see it. And it does do location, but like Viv alluded to, when you add a location to a text, it only shows it for that one moment in time. Right. And it'll show the map and show where people were that moment they clicked locate, but it doesn't update in real time. Right. Right. Um, oh, and the other big thing it can do, which we haven't really taken advantage of, is free conference calling. You can hit one button... And it calls everybody who's in the group. And that's totally free. Yeah. And you have a conversation. If, you yeah. know, if you need to hash something out and it's a lot easier to talk than to chat. I'm just going to show you in the upper right-hand corner, the magnifying glass. If you hit that, it's mm -hmm. a search bar. Oh, okay. So you type in any phrase and it'll search the whole thing. Very cool. I, I meant from the website. Oh, I have You can only view... The transcript on the website and i didn't see a search function and you cannot send from the website it's no, view only which is fine i mean that's fine for me anyways mm -hmm. absolutely so that's group me um like i said there's uh, fast society and beluga beluga's bought by facebook so it's very much tied into facebook and fast society they each have little features that you know some of them have an extra feature or are missing a feature or something and for me Group me had the best balance of yeah. supported phones with native apps. Mm -hmm. And I really liked the the calling feature. I think one of them they charge for calls or it doesn't do call. I don't remember. But anyways, for me, Group Me was the best fit and we've just been getting so much value out of it. Yeah. And there's been a couple other groups that have been started around Balticon now to try to coordinate room parties and that kind of thing. Yeah. So um, I could see it coming in real handy Yeah, for that kind of coordination. Yeah. The, the, we tested Fast Society, which is one that Jet had found for Balticon, and I didn't like it because um, having a touch screen, I need to be able to turn the phone sideways to have a bigger keyboard. Fast mm. Society doesn't allow that. Oh, Gr wow. GroupMe does. That's why I instantly said, I hate it. I want to go. I want GroupMe. Mm -hmm. We've already been using GroupMe for like two months, three mm -hmm. months. I was like, no, 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 I can't do this keyboard. I can't do this tiny upright keyboard. Right. So I was out for fat. I was like, you, you go right ahead. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> I'm not telling anybody <laughs> what they have to do. I'm not doing Fast Society, which it may even be something that they've fixed by now, but that is yeah. not cool for a fat-fingered girl like me. Well, when, when you've got you know, at least three alternatives out there, 
that's all it takes is mm-hmm. one little thing. And I'm sorry, it doesn't work for me. Yeah. I immediately <laughs> deleted that app and went right back to my little happy hat place and group me. <laughs> oh, one warning though. Yeah. With group me, mm. the big thing is when you join a group, it will show your cell phone number. Yes. Which is why I've been very cautious and only joined groups where everybody in the group already knows my cell phone number. Yeah, everybody has a member list button. Right. And it shows all the members. And you have a workaround. You were able to set it up with your Google Voice number, mm-hmm. which, you know, if you were to do that for me, I'd appreciate it. But as it is with Twitter, <laughs> with Twitter, and I have three Twitter accounts right now that I'm managing for different <laughs> podcasts and two Facebook accounts. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm up to 10 email accounts. Mm hmm. And three group me chats. Right. I'm good. <laughs> I don't need, <laughs> if I get one more social media platform, I may just go live in a cave <laughs> with no technology. So, Good thing you dropped Google Buzz. I, yes. <laughs> I'm fine. Actually, I probably still have Google Buzz still open, right. but just nobody ever does it. I mean, people post stuff, but nobody ever comments or replies on yeah. it. So I've just kind of walked away from that one too. Yeah, I totally forgot. Owen is open. Another feature is, you know, you have an icon, so kind of like Twitter and all those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and your icon is global, so if you're part of multiple groups, your icon is the same for all the groups. Right. So be careful. <laughs> but for each group, you can have a different nickname. Yes. And that's in the band, we've been having a lot of fun, depending on what's going on in our lives or what joke's happening. Yeah. Everybody has been changing their picture and their nickname <laughs> um, <laughs> to go weekly. along a theme. Yeah. It's- <laughs> And it's kind of hard because then you have to go back to, okay, now who is this? Right, yeah. That's the downside. <laughs> oh, it's fun. It keeps things interesting, though. It's kind of mm-hmm. like being able to change your twi- Twitter avatar. Yeah. But it's like... And knowing to... the personalities, it's <laughs> usually pretty easy to tell who's Sometimes, who. Sometimes, no. <laughs> there was one that changed the other. I was like, all right, which one is this? <laughs> is it he or is it she? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it, it definitely... Those, those two uh, applications have greatly increased. I would even say the productivity in our lives because yeah. things are definitely more efficient. We don't have to um, keep going back and forth and looking up emails. Or everything's in one spot and it's searchable. Mm-hmm. And with Glimpse, it's like you never, I mean, it's just so easy. Mm-hmm. I don't have to, okay, honey, call me when you're at this exit so I know when to really kick dinner prep into high gear. I can watch where you are. Mm-hmm. I can spy on you. <laughs> Yeah. So it's cool. Great tools. I dare call them oh, solid. I would say they're extremely <laughs> the solidest nuggets that have ever been nuggeted. But I am my my jaws are tired of flapping. Mm-hmm. And other than one more plug for the Beyond the Wall podcast, which we have a promo for that PG put together from Outtakes, oh, yeah. which is pretty funny but not safe oh that's not safe oh yeah for, oh not, podcast mm, period is not no. safe for kids so apparently people have been waiting to hear me drop the f-bomb which you will never hear on this podcast mm-hmm. because this is a kid-friendly family-friendly podcast mm-hmm. but if you ever want to hear chooch and i you know let the expletives fly that's the place to go because <laughs> it's explicit and and it's got an explicit rating yeah. and i mean it's an r-rated show and it's it's an r-rated podcast <laughs> game of thrones is an r-rated show and even if you only ever quoted some of the dialogue it mm-hmm. would be an explicit podcast yeah. 
But then, you know, we do get a little excited in our conversations yeah. from time to time. But it is so much fun. So we're going to run the promo, <gasps> which is... Are we going to play it here? Also, I think so. All right, but you Plenty have to tag, tag the episode as explicit. So it's it's a racy promo. It's a racy promo. Most of the bad words have been bleeped. Or but I should say the, some of them, but still the content is still the very content, racy. Yes. <laughs> I'm blushing. All right. Yes. So we will, at the end of the episode, now that we have forewarned. Yes. We will say goodbye and you will hear the promo. Yes. So thank you for listening. We hope we don't run you off with what you're about to hear. <laughs> but you mouse. are forewarned. Forewarned is for forearmed. something. And... Oh, my. So if you have any complaints, make sure you send them to 657-464-4820, which is our <laughs> voicemail line. Or you could... Which is um, in the outro. Yeah, it's, we've got all that stuff in the outro, so the complaints <laughs> will be easy to send in. Talk to you next time, I hope. Please, come back. <laughs> we promise to be good. <laughs> Specficmedia.com presents Beyond the Wall. A Game of Thrones podcast. Did I sound like I was blushing? You sounded like you were blushing. Because I was talking about swallowing? No, I just want to stand on top of the wall and piss off the edge of the world. <laughs> Children don't need to hear your filth. Doing this with me and... Uh... Oh yeah, baby, can't wait to do it again with you. Winter is coming. <laughs> the steel must be part of your arm. Can you drop part of your arm? No. I thought, I thought Syria was a mix of uh, Inigo Montoya and the Hispanic kid from Welcome Back, Cotter. Hey, Mr. Cotter, I got a note. Juan <laughs> Epstein? Yes, exactly. So. Sci-Fi Smackdown. Oh, my gosh. What was that? Sorry, I just got a Google talk. Oh, my God. It sounded like he got hit by a big old clanging <laughs> piece of metal. She's gone 8-bit. <laughs> what about you, my lord? What's the strangest thing you read? Do Dornish girls count? <laughs> Where's PJ? Dun-dun-dun. Maybe he hey, went PG, to make a wish. if you're there, we can't hear you. He went to either make a wish or drop a deuce. I hate your stories. I know a story about a boy who hated stories. That's it. I'm fixing a post. No, you know, you could have done it by now. Peter Dinklage porn. <laughs> And they do it so plump little laws like you can enjoy their summer afternoons in peace and comfort. Do you think I'm plump? Something that, that I'm... <laughs> Damn. You can't just say, oh, I've got Instead something else Instead of drunk PG, we have juvenile PG. You just can't, you can't no, do that. 115 tug. What is it really supposed to stand for, PG? It's just the number I got when I signed up for Google. You <laughs> did. <laughs> God damn it. I thought you said you weren't going to watch it. We weren't going to, but we did for you. I thought it would have been good if you hadn't watched it. Well, you should have said so. Oh, good. You're not watching it. That'll be great. <laughs> not your mother's Game of Thrones podcast. Unless your mother is Cersei Lannister, of course. To find out more, visit specficmedia.com. Thanks for listening to Into the Blender. You can find information, comment on episodes, and subscribe to the podcast at intotheblender.com. You can send us email to intotheblender at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 657-464-4820.
This podcast is released under a Creative Commons, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 license. You're free to make copies and share this podcast to your heart's content, just not modify or make money from it. Theme music is provided by Sharif, found on podsafeaudio.com. For more information about the artist, head to sharifmusic.com. That's S-H-A-R-I-F music.com.